You're with Mike O'Connell, and we've got Jamie on the phone on 94.1 FM 3WBC, the voice of the inner east. And don't forget, you can stream us live at www.3wbc.org.au. And, uh, and Jamie, we were talking before, you mentioned neem oil. How do you find that to use that? Uh, well, this is, I've, like I said, I don't really touch too many chemicals there in the garden. This yep. is the first time I was going to trial it, but <laughs> it's only a little, little container, but, um, you know, and you can mix it up yourself. I think they have some pre-mixed, but this is in a little concentrate yep. that you mix in. One of those, you know, those little one litre, if you've got a little five litre. Oh, thing, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, mix it they, five they to one and all that sort of stuff, yep. Yeah, um, yep. I, I, like I said, <clears throat> I would, I'm... Just going to trial to see if I've taken care of it there, um, and I'm, you know, just by pruning it back and feeding this thing up, and um, you know, you can you can really feed up citrus quite well. Um, so I'm just going to watch it for a bit before I add it. Um, you know, only because, like I said, I, I haven't seen the amount of bees um, as I did last last year. I haven't seen any blue banded bees, and 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 it's that case of a lot of people so quick to grab. Um, you know, a, a, a pesticide, spray this, spray that. Exactly, um, yeah. During the day, um, obviously it has effect on the bees. The best time is, is first early, first thing in the morning. Um, but, I, yeah, I really want to move away from that, so I'm just going to trial how this goes. If, if I have to, then, like I said, I'll get up really early morning and I'll just apply it to the young foliage there. That's where most of the, you'll start to see that the breakout again of the citrus leaf miner. Um, but you'll see the leaves curl up. You'll see those little silver mining tracks in the in the, the leaves. Yeah, so I'm just yep. keeping a watch of that. And it is, as we said, with pests, if you could be bothered going out there, squishing off a few things, if it means snipping a little bit of foliage or whatever, you, you're also getting in touch with the plants, seeing how they're growing as well. Exactly. Seeing how things that, you know, um, what's happening. And it's important when you are growing that produce just to keep an eye on it. You, you mentioned weeds. They're a plant. They're just competing for space, light, nutrients. Yep. Um, and and it, it doesn't have to be a problem that's thrown in the bin. That can be used again. That's that's um, you know one of the one of the ones that I actually um, do want to grow in a pot because you can eat the leaves. It brings in the pollinators, um, and it's fantastic. The, the, the flowers, but the, the foliage, you know, is great for composting or making a compost tea. Is the you know the comfrey. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, so I will. I don't have room to put in the garden, but I will put in the pot and move it around. So that is fantastic as well. So. Yeah, well, even some of the weeds, what we traditionally think of as weeds, like dandelions and stuff. I mean, mm. um, you can you, you, if you want to go to the effort. You, I mean, dandelion leaves can be put in salads and everything. Um, yeah. And the roots actually, people you know, grind them up and you know, roast yeah. them and use as a coffee substitute. They reckon that's quite nice. And yeah. so there's all those sorts of things. And the other thing I do when you're talking about before about uh, composting, making sure you don't put in you know, pernicious weeds and seeds in your compost bin because then they'll just propagate through the garden. Is mm. what I used to do when I had a whole lot of thistles in the backyard. Um, when I was hacking the thistles down and they'd already started to head up, what I'd do, I had a big drum and just half full of water. And, I, and what I'd do is just shove those in there, just fill it up with those and just make this sludge. And i just leave it there. And it'd just rot. And I mean, it was down the back of the yard, so you couldn't smell it. No neighbours down there, so they couldn't smell it. And you just leave it there for three months. Yeah, and yep. the seeds would just rot away, and then you just use that as compost tea. You dilute it down and use that one as, as a compost tea as well. And I was going to mention yeah. to you actually last time I saw you at campus is you know if you want any nettle, 
good old good old nettle there. Um, yep. You know, uh, that is fantastic for doing exactly what you're talking about for a bit of a soil tonic. Yep, um, yep, yep. By by writing, making a, a nettle tea. Yep. Um, you can make it as a drinking tea as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, nettles are quite good. They once you once you've hit them with hot water, all the sting goes out of them. You can actually use yep. them in salads. Yes, yeah. So there is some up the back that I was thinking of um, trialing in a couple of ways. I like my tea, but yep. also the tea for the garden. Um, you know, it's a weed there. It's growing. It's growing for free up in the campus. I'm thinking I might as well harvest that. Exactly. I've, got, I've left grow my veggie patch, mate. Is the purslane? Oh yeah, yep, yep. Uh, which is fantastic. Obviously, with that oxalic acid, you got to be careful how much you eat of it. And yeah. you know, for women that are pregnant, you do have to be careful. But that is fantastic in a salad. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nice, um, like a peppery, lemony taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, nice yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And the other one that's good for that, even though it's not a weed as such as um, uh, Warrigal Greens or New Zealand Spinach, it's got the same sort of um, a, you know, a sort of like uh, that, that tart sort of flavour and, and good crunchy texture yeah. and good and stir I've got, I've got one little spot left, mate, that I'm actually going to take some, uh, you know, um, and, and actually let it just grow uh, wild through there. I like my spinach, so, yeah. you know, yeah. very hardy playing, grow in a lot of conditions. Yep. Yeah, and the other, and yeah, I've got, uh, I've just got a lot of um, chard, you know, rainbow chard, and yes. and all ordinary silver beet and everything that grows wild at my place as well, yeah. which is good. And I just now you mentioned yeah. something quite interesting, which I thought we've been, we've just been chatting a little bit about our produce. Actually, I've got to go out there when we finish. Um, I've I've got three of the uh, ballerina variety of apples, you know, oh, yeah, yep. hundred wide, three meters tall. Got a good. I'll have a good crop. The um, uh, this year, I did go out there and I did notice there was a few dropping on the ground, and it reminded me that um, you know, with the, the the clusters of apples that are growing up through there, is to thin them out. Yeah, if you got too and many. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't I didn't do that early enough, and we had a huge downpour. Obviously, the plants just pumped up all all that water. It started to move and shift and grow. The humidity, you know, things, things yep. are growing really well, and and it, it's pushed out. Um, more than I wanted, actually, onto the ground. So I've got to go out there, you know, anything like that, like the apples, is just to thin out, picky good ones and thin the, the smaller ones out. Smaller ones out of the way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... But we were talking about protecting it. You can grow all of that, and as, as crazy as you keep <laughs> you keep seeing me there, you know, cursing about these white cabbage moths, um, getting out, squishing them, running around like a crazy man with a net around the backyard, yep. is, is protecting some of this produce. Well, one of the things you were talking to me about... Um, uh, I always think too big you know, with the veggie patch what I want to put over it <laughs> yeah. and you reminded me again and I think we had this conversation about I was going to get some saddles put up there and, and I was look, going to look at even the black polyethylene but you reminded me even just you know it's cheaper the the PVC it's UV treated you're absolutely right yep. um, and you can just get a couple of those um, sort of 45 type elbow um, pieces just around the top of it yeah um, I'll have to do that in two stages over the apple tree and then a, a small one over the grapevines and the citrus. But protecting your produce, you know. I, I, oh, I absolutely, yeah. I've got mistakes that I create a teepee. I just use Velcro, wrap it up and put the netting around it that I'll, I, I, you know, I'll put over some of the tomatoes and things like that. But it, there are cheap ways of doing it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and and, um, and the nice thing about those is they're lightweight, they're easy to handle. You don't need to be a muscle man to do it. Um, so you know, they're, they're, and and if you do it like that, and make sure you can pull it apart. They can pack away if you want the garden looking nice and neat later on, that sort of thing. Because the one thing you do want to do, and we're gonna have to wrap up in a second, but the one thing you do want to do when you're putting netting over plants and everything, 
do it at the right time because what you want is you want the birds and everything to be able to get at those trees and get at that garden because you want them to actually pick off all of the all of the bad bugs. Yes. So you want them yeah. to actually eating the bugs that are trying to get into the fruit when it's immature yes. but then what you want to do is as mature as the fruit matures that's when you want to net it off and stop the yes. birds getting in eating the fruit exactly so, yeah. exactly so, so yeah i mean i've still got quite a bit of time with that but i thought that was worth bringing up again there because um you know the frustration of losing your crops to oh, absolutely um, <laughs> the happy little wanderers there oh, and especially when it happens like overnight and stuff. i lost a lot of my locusts this year because of the same reason i didn't get it netted and so i got a i got a couple of mouthfuls of locusts which was nice but i didn't get as many as i got last year but yeah, uh, yeah. hey listen we're gonna have to shoot off we've, we've already run out of time mate didn't even get to the open garden scheme and there's a couple of big gardens coming up there's two in two this weekend one out at lay law um today and tomorrow zebel's farmhouse garden and the other one's out at Lee and Gather, which is Glenbar. They're both fabulous gardens. So you can look that up on the Open Gardens Victoria site. And then next week, uh, if you want to make the trip, uh, Musk Farm out at Dalesford, which is a brilliant place, really good place. Uh, you definitely need to uh, to get on to uh, try booking uh, to purchase your tickets for that one because that, that's usually pretty popular. Great that big old-style house. And, everything. If yeah. you, uh, look, and for a day trip... You know, it's a brilliant day, brilliant day out, so get up to there. Um, as always, we're going to go out with uh, a bit of Jethro Tull, um, and uh, we're going to stick that on right now, I think, and we'll just talk over the top of it very unprofessionally for a second or two. <laughs> so there, here he comes now. Let me get uh, my flute and I'll join Yeah, you. exactly right. <laughs> um, look, thanks very much, Jamie. We'll, uh, right, we'll catch mate. up with you next time. You've been on 94.1 FM, 3WBC, The Good Earth, with Mike O'Connell and Jamie Kump. And uh, you can hear us again soon on this wonderful wonder station. Coming up soon is uh, the folks from Bricks and Mortar. And, uh, Jamie, I'll see you oh, not until Wednesday, I think, because um, I've got a couple of days off. I'm going to swan around in the garden, mate, oh, and, and, ha- and have a good time. <laughs> All right. Thanks very All much, right. mate, and I'll catch you later on that was jamie and we'll see you later bye